November 8th, 2022 at 7.49 p.m. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Everybody's Got a Story. I'm glad you're here. Now, I just spoke about 30 minutes in my last episode, right? (laughs) But something else popped in my mind, y'all. I don't know what's going on tonight. I was thinking, you know how people say, you know, if you've ever had the chance to experience unconditional love in your life, like considering yourself to be very lucky because not many people experience that, right? You've heard that saying. You've heard people say that before, right? Like to be loved is wonderful, but if you can be unconditionally loved, like that's amazing, right? If you have that in your life. Or some folks just say to be loved, period. I've learned to break it down though. Like I've learned that there's conditional love and that there's unconditional love. And a lot of the times the conditional love has to do with what you can do for a person, right? I love you if you do this. I love you if you let me get away with that. I love you if you can let me do this, be this way, talk this way, do, you know, like it come with conditions, right? Whereas unconditional love is like, I love you regardless, you know, as long as you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting others or whatever. um, I love you. I love you. Right. As you are. Like some people say, come as you are. It's like that. But for some reason, like I got a new pair of eyes. Right. Because I was like, there are some people that really don't know what love is. Now, I know when I say it like that, like y'all are just like, okay, some people don't know what love is, but nah, y'all, it goes very, very, very deep. Like you, you have to look at it as I'm going to try to paint a picture for you the way I saw it, which gave me these new eyes. Okay. So I was thinking about like a, a really smart person. Right. And then I got curious about this person's mind. Right. So I like to learn, right? And so I'm just like, oh, I would love to, I never thought about how this person's mind works. I would love to speak to this person just to see how they spoke, like how they, basically how their mind operates, right? Like I want to talk to the person to try to pick his brain apart to see if, you know, the person knows what they know because of intelligence, right? Because of what they've studied and learned and, you know, like if they're a nerd, (laughs) or if they know what they know because of what somebody else told them. You know what I'm saying? Like the person's ideas or is it somebody else's ideas? You know, is it your mindset or is it somebody else's mindset? You know, because a lot of people, sometimes a lot of people do strongly identify with other people's identity. You know what I'm saying? Almost until the point where they, you know, can take it on themselves. So in my mind, I was just like, I just want to talk to the person, right? And then for some reason, I had the strangest inclination that this person could have possibly never had love in their life, right? Like me getting close to the person would probably freak them the hell out. Because if you've never had love in your life, and if you've never had unconditional love in your life, that can leave you at a void. It can leave you in a void. It can leave you in a lack. And that lack is usually the lack of being balanced because instead of leaning into the side of you that some would say makes you vulnerable you lean into the side of you that's more like logical and robotic so to speak because some people feel like it's easier to just not feel so they you know they're very logical and they're robotic and they they operate their life in that way and and with all relationships and everything very robotic very logical 
there's usually no coloring outside of the lines and if there is coloring outside of the lines it's because they feel like they pay the cause to be the ball so they can color outside of the lines however much they want to because they run and stuff right but coming back to the whole love and the unconditional love like the feelings and the emotions if a person has never felt anything like that in their life not even from their parents not from friends not from even themselves because they don't know how to love themselves because they've never felt like love right real love that can be very chaotic because that means a part that person in a relationship with another person they'll destroy them and what i mean by that is like if a person is only logical and robotic and they don't know what love is what it feels like only what they've been conditioned to you know i guess know what love is because love is broad right everybody has their own definition of it because it's how they've experienced it right just thinking a little bit more in depth about it, it it just really put things into a different perspective for me of how being that way can make one very chaotic and can almost guarantee that they will hurt whoever they're in a relationship with it's crazy because when you get into relationships with people who may not know what real love is and they end up really hurting you or hurting your kids or just hurting themselves, just, you know, hurting people over and over and over and over again, it becomes very, very clear just how like damaged someone is. And those damages can cause imbalances and those imbalances can cause imbalance within the mind right so your mind body and soul is imbalanced it is not in alignment it is unbalanced so if one that's why i speak about masculine and feminine energies because if one is more so in their masculine energy that can be very chaotic you need that feminine energy to tap into in order to balance yourself out and that is going to have to uh it you have to be vulnerable and so many people are scared to be vulnerable because they're scared to open their heart up to love. Because sometimes when, when people get hurt, whether it's one time or two times, sometimes one time is just too much. I've known men that when they get their heart broken one time, they're treating every girl after that like crap. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care because they have been hurt. And who knows, maybe they were hurt by their own mother or, you know, women in their family. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe it just took for the one person that they got into a relationship with to, to, to make them snap. And then, you know, to, to hell with love now. Now it just becomes a mission and an agenda to hurt whoever they think is going to hurt them first. And the cycle of abuse continues, right? It doesn't stop. And then that person inflicts that type of pain, projects that type of pain and hurt onto children and that children grows up to be like that. Like I said, the cycle continues. That's what needs to be broken. That's what needs to be stopped. That cycle of not knowing what true love is, unconditional love is, that cycle of being so hurt and not healing your inner wounds to the point where you can no longer open your heart up to another person and honestly and purely just love. <laughs> like Bobby Womack said, everybody want love, but everybody afraid of love. <laughs> 
I crack up on that part of the song every time. I think that's, um, if you think you're lonely now, wait until tonight. I think that's, that's where that comes from. But it's true. Everybody wants love. That's like, like, like that's the saying. Everyone always says, they're all anyone ever wants is just to be loved. Then I'll beg to differ and I'll say, uh-uh, I would like to be unconditionally loved. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it's only because I know the difference now and I know what feels better. So I get it now. I get how my love can scare people. I understand how my nature, just the way I am as a person, I understand now how my love can just be too intense for somebody. I never understood it before. But like I said, I got new eyes tonight and it just opened my whole world up. I my love is strong it's intense it's passionate it is but a person wouldn't realize how strong their love is right not their own love when they're giving it to someone right but when you turn around and you give yourself that same unconditional love that you give another person that can be intense and it can take your breath away I take my own breath away about myself and not saying that in a conceited way what I mean is I can look at a picture of myself fall in love with myself by looking at the picture and say you know by like wow you are really a beautiful woman like my breath I can take my own breath away when I listen to my speaking like when I'm working and I'm recording like I'm doing now if I play it over in a in a message I happen to really grasp that lesson again grasp that lesson again from the message that I gave and listening to my voice and how passionate it is and how how intense it is how I speak when I'm really mean what the hell I'm talking about you know I get almost like goosebumps I fall in love with myself like I feel myself do you understand what I'm saying and a lot of times, a lot of people don't do that. They don't fall in love with themselves. Instead, they hate themselves. They beat themselves up. They criticize themselves over every little thing. Because believe me, there are things about myself that I beat my, like I criticize myself over, you know? But I don't let it get to the point where it makes me feel like I ain't shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I embrace my flaws and... If there are physical flaws that I want to change about myself, I know eventually I will do that or I'm working on it. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to beat myself up through the process of trying to better myself. We got enough people out there that do that for us. Whether they make fun of a physical feature of yours or maybe how you talk, your accent. I met this one girl and she had a really thick accent. And I said to her, I said, wow, I really love your accent because when she was talking, I, was, I, was, I just heard it so strong and I just thought it was the most beautiful thing. So I told her I really loved her accent and she like blushed a little bit and was like, oh wow, I hate my accent. And I was like, what, why? I said, your accent is beautiful. And she said, well, a lot of people would make fun of my accent, so I always hated it. I said, well, you may think like that, but there are a lot of things about ourselves that we deem to be flaws that other people find absolutely beautiful. And I said, and I happen to think your accent is beautiful. And then her friend was like, oh my God, that was so sweet. I'm like, what? It's true. Like, you know what I mean? And she just smiled from ear to ear and was like, oh my God, thank you so much. That makes me feel so much better. 
I was like, yeah, it's uniquely a part of you and it's beautiful. And then it was weird because then her friend was like, oh my God, you are so beautiful and you have such a beautiful voice. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what do you mean I have a beautiful voice? He's like, well, cause you sing. And I was like, you know that I sing. And then he looked at his friend and his friend looked at her. And then wait, then, her, then his friend looked, he looked at his friend and then she looked at back at him, the one with the accent, looked back at him as if she's like, shut up, you're gonna give it away or something. And I was like, you know that I sing? And he was like, oh no, you yeah, know, no, I just, it just sounds like you sing in your voice when you talk and you just have a beautiful voice. <laughs> he changed it <laughs> And it was crazy, y'all, because in that moment, I, I recognize that people are recognizing me online. <laughs> in that moment, I was like, I said, wait a minute, do I have a fan? <laughs> I'm walking around out here and people looking at me like, hey, she's on so I know her from such and such. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a real moment. That really happened, y'all. But anyway. <laughs> but back to love. In conclusion, I just want to say, guys, I know there are some really good people out there who get into relationships with other people who treat them really, really bad. And I just want to say, a lot of times it's probably because that person has never felt the kind of love that you give, the kind of love that naturally comes from your heart, the kind of love that you unconditionally give because you just unconditionally care. <laughs> there are some people out there who has never felt that kind of love before y'all, that kind of love that, that we can give. And it scares them to death because they fear that if they get too close to it that it's going to be taken away from them and then that's when abandonment wounds set in and they have these issues and then they start spazzing out you know because it's like damn I had this thing in my life and it felt so good and it felt so great and then it got taken it was removed away from me and now I don't know if I'm ever going to feel that again or you know ever get it back in my life again right so people will go through the motions and try to recreate that again with somebody else, right? Oh, I'll just get that love from here, or I'll just get that love from there, or I'm surely I can get that same love from over here. And then you recognize that you can't get that same love from this person or that person or that person or that person because everybody is different and everyone does not embody that kind of energy or that kind of love, that kind of unconditional love. Because maybe that person has some of the same problems you have. Maybe that person never experienced love either. Or maybe the other person only experienced half love. Or maybe this person over here doesn't even know what, doesn't never have been in a relationship before ever, ever. So doesn't even know. Do you know what I'm saying? But like it, it really dawned on me this evening that my, the kind of love that I give, it is very intense and it can scare people. It's like a person will say, oh, I wasn't prepared for that kind of love, right? But that's like saying that you're, you're prepared to have a baby. Are you ever really prepared to have a baby? I mean, you know, I thought I prepared to have a baby, right? I was, I mean, you know, I went through the motions, getting healthy, making sure I could, you know, you know, you're preparing your body for pregnancy, right? And then the doctor one day just says, hey, you're having two babies instead of one. And it's like, wait, what? I'm sorry, excuse me? Yeah, baby A, baby B. Okay, okay, so it's like, it's like kind of like that. 
you know you can't prepare for that type of unconditional intense love that just happens upon you one day out of the blue and knocks you upside your head and you're like where the hell is this I've never felt this before it's scary I don't know if it's real or not <laughs> yeah it's like that you know like preparing to have a baby you can never prepare to have a baby because you absolutely don't know what's gonna happen you know it's prepare for one baby you end up with two you prepare for two you end up with three you, you know things happen <laughs> and unfortunately for some people when they do encounter that kind of love that I feel in my eyes is um a true gift a true gift it's a true gift from God it is it really really is and maybe you were just being blessed in that moment with that kind of love so that you could know what it was what it feels like so that you can also take that same kind of love and, and put it in yourself and pass it on to others kind of like you know infecting everyone with the, the love bug <laughs> unfortunately some people misuse that kind of love and they lose it and then they can't bear to see another person experience or have what they once had that they felt they messed up I get it I get it I wholeheartedly get it but burning the bridge of the person that actually gave you that kind of love ensuring that that person doesn't want to even be bothered with you anymore because of the kind of hurt and hatefulness that you're projecting back onto the person that showed you so much unconditional love at the end of the day wouldn't you rather have that kind of love in your life no matter how you can get it instead of burning the actual bridge to it there are a lot of different ways to get access to that kind of love but if you do things that are so horrible that it permanently burns the bridge to that love then how in the hell do you expect to get back to it yeah i guess you will have to go and try to find it in someone else but love like that is a rarity it is extremely unique and extremely precious so the lesson in that is that when you find love like that, again, the lesson is now you know how to treat it. Now you know how to take care of it. Now you know how to be good to it. But the trick in really finding that kind of love again is you gotta make sure to unconditionally love yourself first. Cause you have to know what that feels like first in order to be able to pinpoint it in another. Because if you don't know, then you don't know, right? That's why it's important to, to really, really unconditionally love yourself, to get to know yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, anybody that ever tries to show you real, genuine, true love, you'll run from it. And it'll scare you because you're not used to it. And you'll think it's fake and a fairy tale Oh, but fairy tales aren't real, right? <laughs> Anywho, y'all, that's all I got to say. I'm going to end it now. I'm sure I could probably go on and on and on, but, you know, I'm not going to make this too long. I don't want to, you know, make your ears fall off or anything like that. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'd appreciate any feedback that you have. Um, peace and blessings to you. And I will speak to you in the next episode. Bye.